With us today is Zach Williams, the star reporter for the New York Post uh, on Albany News. If you want to know what's going on, go to the New York Post and look at Zach Williams' uh, column, and you'll know more than anybody else. Uh, Zach, what's going on in Albany? Well, we're just weeks away from the April 1st state budget deadline, and there are growing signs that the Democratic supermajorities in the state Senate and Assembly are really going to be challenging the governor and her various proposals when they release their one-house budget resolutions next week. Now, normally these are kind of formulaic wish sheets, but this year is different. The governor has suffered some political setbacks, we'll say, and a lot of the progressives in the legislature are looking to take advantage and get what they want rather than the governor's proposals into the final uh, spending plan. You know, at the end of the day, I mean, uh, I've been saying on radio all week that April 1st, unless the governor puts her foot down, we're going to decide, uh, the, I guess the decision is going to be made, who's really governor? Is it the state senate that's running things or is it Governor Hochul that's running things? And I am praying that Governor Hochul is tough enough to, 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 to do what she has to do. Well, it really is going to be a test of just that. And the dynamics are a bit different this year than some of the past battles we've seen between governors and the legislature. Like in past years, we've got a governor, Hochul, who is pushing for changes to cash bail. Now, that's definitely anathema to people on the political left. But generally, like last year, she has been able to get moderate members of the Democrats, you know, usually suburban members from the New York City suburbs, for instance. But on the other hand, the governor has also picked a fight with those same suburban lawmakers by pushing this housing plan that basically would loosen up zoning rules to allow more density on Long Island and Westchester and actually across the state, including in New York City. Now, a lot of suburban lawmakers are not happy about that at all. So the governor is battling people on the left, on the right, Republicans are hardly there to help her succeed, <laughs> you know, so she, you know, in past spending plans, whether it was with Hochul or with um, uh, ex-governor Andrew Cuomo, you know, it's usually the governor battling the political left. But this time, you know, it's going to be hard to see. It's going to be very piecemeal. You know, the governor could score a win on bail, get a few changes there. But, you know, the housing plan looks to be in bad shape. I don't see a lot of members in the legislation on the Democrat side, at least who are supporting her bail plan. And earlier in this week is a case in point. She went to Rochester to highlight support for her plan to, re- to reduce what's called the least restrictive standard. You know, um, when, whenever you go before court, you know, judges have legally, per bail reform passed in 2019, you know, give a criminal defendant the least restrictive condition. So the governor's in Rochester earlier this week. State Senator Jeremy Cooney, a Rochester Democrat, is basking in her praise. She called him courageous. And he kind of, you know, gave it right back to her, saying, you know, this governor is sounding the alarm. You know, judges need more discretion. I'm standing with her. Everything hunky-dory, right? Well, nine hours later, Jeremy Cooney decided to change his mind and said he doesn't support her bail proposal after all. Now, that only happened after a good amount of angry phone calls from lefty constituents. So... That is just one more example of how hard it is for this governor to corral legislators, even those that might be inclined to support her. It's just, uh, you know, maybe too many Democrats, too many of her fellow Democrats are smelling blood in the water. But we'll have to see. Governors have a lot of power. 
and uh, you know she might score a bunch of wins in the end. We'll just have to wait and see. So, so April first is that deadline, and we're going to see who prevails. And four hundred eighty-four thousand New Yorkers have left in the last twenty-four months. I mean, and and they're still leaving. Uh, and the other uh, thing I'm I'm concerned about, and the whole business community is is concerned about, is that the attorney general is putting out a memo that they're going to uh, uh, start attacking businesses that they think are price gouging. I mean, what are we going to do? Chase out the businesses too, besides the people? You know, it's it's uh, you know, New York is at a crossroads. You might say, you know, the pandemic. Is that being pretty much over at this point? You know, we got emboldened Democratic supermajorities in Albany. We got a governor who's pivoting towards the middle. We got a mayor, Eric Adams, who's, who, you know, I guess just represents a very eccentric brand of moderate, uh, uh, Democratic uh, modern, uh, moderate politics. So, you know, there's a lot of different forces that are kind of crossing paths right now after years and years, especially in Albany, of relative stability. Um, so in terms of out-migration, you know, the governor will point to projects like the Micron microchip um, deal that she scored outside Syracuse. But, you know, what you are bringing up is very real. You know, people, are, especially Republicans, are pointing to a lot of businesses or people that have left the state and ask, you know, when will Albany take it more seriously? And when specifically will the governor, you know, take stronger action on that very point, especially considering she's from Buffalo, you know, a place that has experienced many of these problems in recent decades. Yeah, Buffalo is decimated. I mean, uh, what are we going to do, decimate the rest of the, uh, the state? And, uh, might as well, who's going to pay that budget that they're coming up with? But, but uh, Zach Williams, we're out of time. But I want to thank you. And do you have a Twitter that people can follow you on? Well, people can keep up with the latest on the state budget and everything else in Albany at Zach with an H reports on Twitter. Zach reports on Twitter. I'll be checking it uh, daily. And thank you. And we'll catch up with you again next week. Thanks so much, John. Always a pleasure.